Every person who invests in well-selected real estate in a growing section of a prosperous community adopts the surest and safest method of becoming independent. For real estate is the basis of wealth. Hey, shout out to Mysterious for the updated intro music. I appreciate it. If anyone's looking for a producer, man, reach out to Mysterious at MysteriousPGH. I also have his information in the show notes. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Quotes, Light, and Motivation podcast with William H. If you haven't already, please like, share, subscribe to the show. It helps us grow. You can email the podcast at QuotesLightMotivation at gmail.com. Again, that's QuotesLightMotivation at gmail.com. I want to talk today about this quote from Teddy Roosevelt. Of course, Teddy Roosevelt was the 26th president of the United States. Um, he served as president from 1901 to 1909. And, you know, he passed away in 1919. So this quote goes back to the early 1900s or the late 1800s. Um, but I'll repeat the quote again. The quote is, every person who invests in well-selected real estate in a growing section of a prosperous community adopts the surest and safest method of becoming independent for real estate is the basis of wealth. Um, I want to talk a little bit about my journey. So my, my first, uh, my first property purchase. Um, uh, so I'm going to take you back to 2007, 2008 timeframe, which is like 15 years ago. I know it sounds crazy. Um, when I think about it, 2008, 2007, that's like 15 years ago, 14, 15 years ago. Uh, but during that time, I had an apartment. I was living in Pittsburgh at the time. I had an apartment that I was renting a one-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment. Uh, and the rent on my apartment was $550 a month. Um, and that rent didn't include, you know, utilities, uh, light, gas, water. Uh, so I had to pay for those separately. Um, but I was coming towards the end of my lease, right? My lease was about to end. I had been in the apartment. Uh, my lease was for a year and a half. So I had originally moved into the apartment in 2007. Um, and I was coming close, you know, the, the landlord, you know, was asking me if I wanted to renew my, my, uh, my lease because I was coming towards the end of the lease. Um, I probably had like six months or something before the lease would end, um, in 2008. Um, so he was coming to me, he was asking me, you know, are you interested in renewing the lease? You know, if you renew, and he was he was telling me that he was going to raise the rent. You know, if I wanted to stay in the apartment, he was raising the rent, um, which would have made my rent six hundred and fifty dollars a month. Um, and my apartment, it wasn't anything special, anything great about it. Um, it was really old school. <laughs> it's an old school apartment. And for six hundred and fifty dollars a month, you know, I thought it was ridiculous for me to have to pay six hundred and fifty dollars a month for me to um, stay in this apartment, you know, cause it wasn't the best apartment. It wasn't new. It wasn't newly renovated or anything like that. Um, so because, you know, my, 
landlord had, you know, came to me with the idea of wanting to raise the rent. That made me say, well, I could probably get a home. I could probably buy a house, um, you know, and pay less than $650 a month in, in, uh, in a mortgage. Uh, so that's where my, my thought process went immediately to, immediately to, you know, maybe it's time for me to buy a house. You know, I'm only 20 something years old. It's like 21, 22. Um, I said, maybe it's time for me to look into purchasing a home, you know? So, I began to to research, right? Like, who can I talk to? Who do I know that that does real estate? Who do I know that has, is already a homeowner um, that I can talk to? Because I had no um, reference or ID on the process at all. Um, but I did know that my aunt, at the time, my aunt was working, my aunt was selling houses. My aunt was working for a local community um, organization that sold houses. Um, so I went to her and told her, you know, I was interested in, um, possibly becoming a homeowner, you know, I told her what my rent was and that they were going to raise it a hundred dollars and so forth, you know, so I sat there and talked to her a little bit and she said, well, you could probably, you could probably get a home for that price. You know, she said, before you go look at, you know, cause originally I was thinking maybe I need to just find another apartment. I said, maybe I can find another apartment that's better than this for $650. And I talked to her about it. She said, well, you probably can get a house. There might be an opportunity for you to get, your, for you to get a brand new house. Um, and for the rent to be even lower than this, uh, 550 or $650 that you were paying. Um, so she began to tell me and walk me through the process of, you know, saving up for a down payment, making sure my credit was good. Um, you know, began, I began to look at homes with her, you know, look and go in and view homes and see homes. And I came across a home that I really loved. Um, and you know, I made an offer and I, I eventually got the house. Um, but I say that to say, you know, that was one of the best decisions I've ever made, right? Bam, my first home in 2008 when I was uh, 24 years old, 23 years old. Yeah, bam, bam, my first home in 2008 when I was 23 years old was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. Um, and it kind of goes back to this quote because owning, owning a home or owning property is the basis of wealth, right? It helps to build wealth. Um, um, I came across an article this week as well um, that talked a little bit about how real estate builds wealth. There was an article in the Wall Street Journal um, titled Homes Earned More for Owners Than Their Jobs Last Year. And the article goes on to say that the value of the typical U.S. home rose 19.6% in 2021, um, which is an increase of about $52,000 from the 2020, um, from the 2020 numbers. And that figure, that $52,000, that figure is slightly higher than what the median U.S. full-time worker earned, which is about $50,000 last year before taxes. Um, so just wanted to share that information as well, that people are earning equity in their homes. That's what they're talking about here when they're talking about the price of the home has gone up. So you can own a home, say you owned a home that costs uh, $250,000, right? They're saying that the, the home rose 19.6%, um, and the, the, the value increased, uh, about $50,000 on a typical home. Um, and so that's saying, you know, without you having to do anything, just the fact that you own the home and the fact that inflation is happening all around us, I'm sure you can see it. I'm sure we see it every day in the gas prices and, 
in the uh, grocery store prices and food prices and everything else. Um, but just the fact that you owned a home during this time, the value of your home increased without you having to do anything to it or make any improvements or anything at all. It doesn't even include if you made improvements or done, done other things that can increase the value of your home. So just the fact of owning the home, you're increasing your net worth, you're increasing your wealth. So that's the importance of home ownership. The profit on a typical home sale last year was just over $94,000, which is an increase of 45% from the profit in 2020 and 71% from the pre-pandemic profits. So just selling the home, people have made, you know, almost six figures, right? Just on the sale of their homes. 42% of homeowners were considered equity rich at the end of the year. So that goes back to what I was talking about earlier, right? The equity in your home, the fact that, you know, your your equity, your home can go up in value and you can have more equity in the in your home than, than what you purchased it for, right? You could purchase a property for $200,000 and you can get equity in the home just from owning it over over a set amount of time, you know, as the market changes and prices increase, uh, the value of your home goes up as well. Um, so it's just powerful, right? It's powerful. I hope that you're getting the point, the power in home ownership and why I think it's very important. There was also, you know, and it also goes back to, you know, back in the 50s. And, you know, there were times when us as black Americans, we weren't able to own homes. There was redlining going on. We weren't able to get mortgages where banks were discriminating, discriminating against uh, black people for black people who were trying to um, build wealth or trying to own homes in certain communities. There's banks that were doing that or just owning a home in any community. Some banks weren't um, providing mortgages to, to black people. It was, you know, racism, systemic racism going on. So, you know, now that you have the opportunity that some of, you know, some of your ancestors, your, your great aunts and uncles and things like that didn't have, I think it's important that, you know, we take advantage of it. We take advantage of the opportunity to own a property, the opportunity to own a home, own a condo, um, own something where, you know, you're staying. Uh, because like I said, you're building equity in this piece of property and it's equity that you can tap into for um, other things, right? You're building your wealth. So it's something to think about. So I think one of the, the major barriers to people becoming homeowners is they worry about um, how much money will they need in order to become a homeowner. So there's a number of different down payment options, right? that are available to people who are interested in buying homes. Some, some lenders do three and a half percent, three percent, five percent, ten percent, twenty percent. It all depends on your situation. You know, there's even some real estate investors that do like zero percent uh, type of things, which are a little creative, but it's, it can be done. Um, and that's the point is that there's there's opportunity for um, if you're interested in it and if you're serious about becoming a homeowner, there's an opportunity um, there's a way that it can be done, regardless of your situation. Um, you know, you just can't allow yourself to become discouraged. You have to uh, stay focused and uh, continue pressing towards the goal, right, that you want to achieve of, of owning a home. Um, another thing is there's a lot of first-time first time home buyer programs. For those who are buying their first property, there's uh, grants that are available, that each state has grants available. There's programs that are available I'm sure in your local community, there's programs available all around the, the country for first time home buyers where you can receive grant money to go towards your down payment uh, for your first home. And that can also help with your closing costs and 
and uh, help to alleviate uh, the amount that you need available to close on your first property. So I hope that I've provided some insight, I provided some information, uh, provided some excitement for you, um, you know, about home ownership, about the possibilities of home ownership and the, the benefits of it. Um, and one thing I want to mention before we end, uh, you know, when I did finally close on my first home in 2008, uh, my mortgage payment was less than $500, right? And this is a three bedroom, two and a half bathroom house, brand new house. Um, my mortgage payment was less than less than $500 a month. Um, just from, um, so just from me, you know, taking initiative, right? And being serious about, um, and being open, right? To someone's suggestion of home ownership and reaching out to resources that were available and talking to people who were already in real estate, you know, just from that, I was able to, you know, move into a better property, right? Had more space. Um, and then I'm also, you know, also was able to build equity, right? I bought a house. I'm, I'm saving more money. I have more money available to spend because my, my mortgage payment is not as, as high as my rent payment. Um, and, you know, I'm building equity. I was able to become a first time home buyer. Uh, just because of my interest in it and my ability to listen and learn and being open to uh, what was available for me in order for me to achieve what I wanted to achieve. And so I want to challenge everyone, you know, that's listening. If you don't think that you make enough money or you don't think that home ownership is for you, I want to challenge that a little bit. I want to challenge you to um, take some take some time and do some research and reach out to people who who sell properties, look into programs that are available, reach out to to uh, real estate agents, reach out to, um, you know, see about first time home buyer programs and see if there's sessions that you can attend to learn more about um, investing in property and, and, and things like that. Because it's something that uh, the future, your future kids will, will thank you for, your current kids will thank you for. It's something that your family will thank you for in the future and it's something that you'll be happy that you did. You know, so I want to, I want to encourage you to get a little uncomfortable if you haven't purchased a property, if you um, if you're a little scared by the idea of owning a property and what could go wrong, I want to, I want to, uh, challenge that idea that, yeah, things could go wrong. Yeah. Things do happen with properties and yes, you do have to get them fixed, but you're also um, building equity, right? You're building equity that you can use, um, and you're building wealth, equity and wealth for yourself and for future generations. And there's power in that. Yeah, have a good week.